Welcome to another episode of Artifacts, where our lives affect art inside out. I am your host, Jade Hassel, and today I'm in conversation with Bermudian fashion stylist and writer, Shantia Seymour. Shantia Seymour is a Bermuda-born, London-based fashion editor and stylist. Throughout high school, she tried to figure out how to morph together her love for literature and fashion, which bloomed into becoming a fashion writer. She interned for many locals who taught her different aspects of the industry to see where she fit in best. From purse making, fashion writing, garment sewing, and editorial styling. After graduation with a degree in journalism and fashion styling, she decided to stay in London to pursue her dreams. For a moment, she dipped into the world of textiles and created a line called House of Ayana. From a small island girl to now having features in Essence and Man Repeller, she urges everyone to follow their dreams because your origin is never too small and dreams are never too big. If you would like to connect with Shantia, you can find her online on Instagram at shantia.ayana. Good afternoon, Shantia. Welcome to the Artifacts Podcast. We're super excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us in conversation. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, I absolutely love everything that you're doing on Instagram. Um, yeah, like it's so beautiful, like seeing your fashion and your styling and just seeing how you've incorporated like your writing and really taking your career to a whole new level. I'm so, so happy to be in conversation. So I wanted to ask you first, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what it was like growing up in Bermuda for you? So growing up in Bermuda, um, as you guys can see from my Instagram, living the island dream. Right. <laughs> I've always been like the typical island girl. Um, Bermuda has so many things that are so beautiful that it's, it's easy to be a creative or yeah. to, you know, have a muse for your art. So yeah. growing up, I, um, I don't know if anyone listening has been in my bedroom. It's very <laughs> island girl. It's very <laughs> tropical. And I've even, you know, taken that kind of vibe to London with me. Right. Um, so growing up was very... Yeah, island girl life. I went to Bermuda Institute. Then I went to the Barclay Institute. Barclay, <laughs> Keep the and in view. Yes. And um, actually, when I got to Barclay, that's where, you know, my creativity kind of blossomed. Mm -hmm. um, I was in art class with Miss Steele. And, um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I wasn't too much into sketching, but I knew that I wanted to one day, you know, incorporate that into like fashion illustrations. That's what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And um, so after that, I went on to just figure out what I wanted to do in the art world. Right. <laughs> so yeah, growing up in Bermuda was very artsy for me, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes, definitely. And like you were saying, I mean, it's definitely easy to grow up in such a beautiful place and feel yeah. creative. Yeah. Sure. Did you yeah. have like lots of support um, from family and friends for you, like yeah. deciding when you were pursuing an artistic career? Yeah. So um, no one in my family does anything that has to do with the art except for my uncle my mom's mm -hmm. brother, um, he was much like me, 
wanted to, you know, go out and study art. Mm -hmm. And of course, my grandpa was like, no, (laughs) you're going to do something that's, you know, like the norm, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And um, my uncle is now um, into architecture. So he's an architect now. And, um, you know, I kind of took his story and had to figure out, because just like my grandpa, my parents were like, no. (laughs) <laughs> you need to go do something else. So after um, graduating from Berkeley, I went to Canada and I studied international business. And, oh, really? I um, didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I was there for a year and it just, no, it wasn't, it wasn't my passion and I wasn't into it and I wasn't like, it just, I just knew that's not where I belong. So mm-hmm. I came back and I went to Bermuda College and because my mom was like, you can't just sit here and do nothing. Right, <laughs> so right. I went to Bermuda College studied art as well mm-hmm. and um did some art courses and then I was like you know what if I'm gonna do this fashion thing I need to prove to my parents so just like my uncle he had to prove that you know everyone in my family is either a teacher or mm-hmm. you know have have I guess normal <laughs> job so just like him I had to prove that I can do this mm-hmm. so I took it upon myself to um, get my accommodation. I literally wrote out a plan <laughs> and awesome. I presented it to my parents and I said, look, this is what I want to do and I can do it. Just trust me. Please right. just give me this one chance. If I mess up, cool. But if I do it, then, you know, please just trust me. So yes. they were like, okay. So two weeks later, I was on a plane. Oh, wow. You that landed. fast? <laughs> yep. So you applied? Plane. You applied to school? Yep. Okay. I, I did everything. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Everything. I, yeah, so I made sure and I, you know, made them a whole booklet and this is where I want to stay and this is the school and this is the contact numbers and her and my friends who live in London like everything <laughs> I made sure that everything was like perfect so that they could they you know give me that it. chance right yeah. Right. yeah yeah so I just went for it like I've never been to London before I've never even been to the UK before and I flew by myself and I oh, just wow. ran and I just figured it out <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, interestingly, I also had um, a similar experience for me too. Like I was in law school, also mm-hmm. here in the UK, and I was like, this is not for me. And yeah. you like literally just also just took a leap and was like, I need to do what I love. So yeah. I, I love hearing, um, you know, when people make the decision for themselves to step into their purpose and into their creativity and like truly be who they are. Because I think, you know, like you were saying, um, like with your uncle, he Mm -hmm. didn't really have the support from your grandfather because it wasn't like a traditional kind of profession. And in Bermuda, it's it's very much so like that. Like sometimes you like only know like we're just seeing like more push for um, for arts and things like that. But usually like you know, we're pretty much groomed to do like law, international business, teaching, you know, very traditional um, pathways. Yeah, so it's really nice to to hear that you started out that way, but then you made your own decision and planned it out and executed. It. I mean, to be honest, like that was super creative too. Like coming up with a booklet and explaining yeah. <laughs> everything to your to your parents. That's awesome. 
I mean, they couldn't say no, right? At that point. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you, because you, you also have a love for literature mm-hmm. and fashion. So can you talk a little bit about how you merged the two in your career? Yeah, so um, when I was younger, my well, still to this day, my grandma, um, she lives across the street, she was a reading teacher. Okay. So growing up, I had to have perfect handwriting <laughs> and I learned to read at an early age and everything was surrounded by books. Um, if I wasn't at summer camp during the summers, I would be next door with my grandma reading a book. <laughs> and um, so that's kind of where the whole um, love for literature came about. So, um, you know, growing up, I was like, okay, well, in high school, I was like, how do I, you know, morph together writing and books and, you know, all of that and then fashion. So um, then in high school, I started Googling (laughs) all the different jobs they have in the fashion industry that could incorporate writing. And obviously I came upon fashion writing. Yeah, it was my goal since that day that I wanted to write for a magazine when I got older. Right. That was my way of, you know, morphing them together because I couldn't decide if, like, should I go and be... At first, I wanted to be um, a teacher, like my grandma and my mom. So, um, you know, that would be the literature side and um, the writing and things like that. But then I was like, "Mm, I don't really want to be a teacher, but I wanted to incorporate fashion. So yeah, that's what I came up with. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. You know, because that's the thing, like we sometimes have multiple interests. Mm -hmm. And I think when we like morph in the two loves together, like you can Mm -hmm. have like a more creative approach to whatever it is you're doing. So it's awesome to hear about that. So many times I hear people say, like, I wish I could do what I love, you know, when they're mm-hmm. at a job and they're like, I just did it just because or for the money or for okay. parents or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's just like people come to me like, man, like, I wish I had a creative job, like, and they're good at painting, but then they're a lawyer and it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Like, you know, um, I had to figure out how to just morph it all together so that I would love it. Yes. And I'm glad you made the decision because that's, I think it's one of the hardest decisions that we can make because I mean, I went like back and forth about it so many times before I actually made the decision. And I think, you know, I think it takes like a level of bravery Absolutely. to do it because, you know, like obviously you are thinking about like, okay, possibly I could fail at this. It may not work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if I walk away from this security, like where am I going to end up? And Absolutely. It, yeah, it's, it's, it is a scary thing to do, but honestly, it's so rewarding. Like, yeah, it's so you exciting. You know until you try. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And even if you fail, there's so many times where I was in London and I failed at something and, you know, I didn't want to call my parents and tell them. So I just like kind of dogged it out and I was like, <laughs> I have to play a big girl pencil yep. and like just keep going. Like you're not, you're not always going to get that well done or congratulations Like you are going to go through some crazy things. Like, you know, yes. but it's worth it. It's worth it at the end. Yeah. Because you grow and you learn and you evolve Absolutely. as a person. 
And yeah, um, yeah it's definitely worth it in the long mm-hmm. run for sure. Um, how would you describe your fashion style? Uh, I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would describe it as I love mixed print, um, very colorful, and I'm not very trendy. I'll, I like to take trends and make it my own. Um, you know, a lot of people, I guess, in Bermuda, when people um, speak to me and they're like, oh, you will be a Bermudian influencer. I don't really <laughs> like the word influencer. Right. I, I, just, I just feel like everyone is kind of just who they want to be, yes. you know? But um, I wouldn't consider myself... Um, and influence I don't want anyone but um especially being in London I'm going yes. to you know influencer events and fashion week and things like that you see girls in the same exact outfit and it's like oh, wow. uh, yeah and so I guess I like to take a trend and make it my own yes. yeah so I don't really follow trends I obviously know what's trending, but I mean, I don't know. Trends always repeat themselves. And I'm really yes. interested in like vintage fashion. Nice. Um, I like 80s and 90s fashion mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah, history always repeats itself. Yeah, fashion definitely. always repeats itself. So, you know, what is really trending? <laughs> exactly. And it's yeah. interesting seeing um, the 90s and even the early 2000s styles are starting to pop back up as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's becoming a thing. You had just mentioned that you don't really want to consider yourself like an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, why? <laughs> What's the thought about the word for you? I feel like people have taken the word influencer and just ruined it in a way. Right. Um, you know, not so much in Bermuda, but um, definitely like in London and different mm-hmm. places um you know it's just milked to the max and I don't know everyone just wants to like I said they all look exactly the same right. so I mean who's the number one influencer if you all look exactly <laughs> the same like I don't really know what that means so when people um you know say like oh yeah an influencer I'm just like oh, okay Right. I actually have um, an event in Bermuda that I do every summer with mm-hmm. my two friends, Amija Goda and Jashay Tyrrell. Mm-hmm. And it's actually called Influence the Influences oh, because nice. we figured that anyone can influence anyone. It doesn't really have to do with fashion or anything like that, but I feel like everyone has something to teach someone else. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I feel like the word influencer doesn't have to be like someone who's super popular. And I've seen girls who have like thousands and thousands of thousands of Instagram followers and mm-hmm. they just look like everyone else. Right. You know, so I feel like the real influencers are the people who actually like take the time out to give a personal impact on someone else's life. And also like make things their own too. Like you said, not, not being so trendy, but just kind of like taking style and like making it their own. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, completely agree. Um, 
you've interned for a couple of people on Ireland who are in the fashion industry, which is really awesome for you to get that kind of exposure and experience. Um, and they've taught you like different things and different aspects of the industry from like purse making to fashion writing, garment sewing and things like that. Which of these that you learned was like your most favorite to learn about? Okay, so... Um, like I said, in high school, I wasn't really sure. I knew I wanted to do fashion, but I wasn't really sure like where I fit in or of course, how to morph together writing and fashion. Um, so I kind of ran around and interned for basically everyone I knew in the fashion industry in Bermuda, just to get a feel for different things and just learn. Basically, Mm -hmm. I was willing to learn. Like, I would go to them and be like, they'll be like, oh, do you want to get paid? I'm like, no, I just want to learn. I guess, um, you know, my, I have two favorites. So um, the first would be Style Bermuda with Mm -hmm. Shannon Torini. I was in, I think, my second last and last year of Barclay. When I was a fashion writing intern in yes, Bermuda, yeah. uh, that taught me a lot. That's kind of where I figured out, like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I was um, helping styling photo shoots and then writing um, different articles. So I really loved that. And mm-hmm. then second is press making with Patrice Morgan, who now is um, Bermuda born. Right. So I was helping her purse make and I was <laughs> um, filling leather and things like that. So that was really like, now I know how to make a whole purse. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's really nice. <laughs> and she also had um, a magazine as well. Mm-hmm. So um, that really helped me as well. So those two definitely were very fun and very rewarding. And I learned a lot from those two. Yes. Definitely. And it's also um, beautiful to see how both of them and their careers have blossomed as well. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. Yeah, it's so great, like seeing people start somewhere. And then when you find somebody that you are inspired by, and then you see them and you're, you're seeing their journey unfold. It's just a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to witness because it just inspires you like, okay, if this person yeah. could do it, like, it's really possible. Shiana, it's incredible, like, seeing it's her journey. incredible. Yes, like, <laughs> such a blessing. And yeah. it's really inspiring, too, because, you know, she's Bermudian, like us. Yes. And she's had this fantastic yes. career. So yeah, just... and it proves to you that yes. even though Bermuda's super, super small, like, literally a dot on a map, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You can, your dreams are way bigger than the island, way bigger than anything. Like, it doesn't matter where you came from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how small the place is that you came from. Like, just go for it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You just mentioned Shiana and Patrice. But I wanted to ask you, like, who are some other people that have inspired you when you're creating, like, style because you also have House of Ayana, which I would like to talk to you about too. So, um, uh, yeah. yes, who are some um, people that you're influenced by or inspired by who are in the fashion industry? I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, definitely Rihanna. She yes. makes me so happy. 
um, you know, being an island girl as well mm-hmm. and, you know, taking heights and doing amazing things and things like that. And I mean, she's doing it. She's yeah. doing music. She's doing fashion. She's doing beauty. Like, and she makes sure, makes sure that everyone feels like beautiful in every aspect. I definitely applaud her for that. And plus her style is everything. Yes. She's different Very as well. Different. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely her. And of course, she and us. Yes. <laughs> What's also really cool about Rihanna too is like she started out doing one thing, but I think her taking the money that she's made like from her music and stuff and like reinvesting mm-hmm. it into her own brand and branching out so into cool. yes, yeah. like different areas of fashion and beauty. Like she's created like um she's probably gonna be a billionaire now that she's oh, definitely re- <laughs> yeah, now that she's doing um fancy skin. So it's just amazing, like, when you see people, like, starting somewhere and then growing, like, a real empire for themselves and, like, diversifying their interests and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to ask you, like, what has been, like, one of your biggest challenges for you, like, in fashion writing? I don't know, just sticking to it um, and proving to, I guess, my family super meter to myself (laughs) that I can actually do it you know there was times like I said I just up and laugh and I was like I am gonna do this it doesn't matter like even if I get pulled through the mud like I am gonna make sure (laughs) that this happens and I'm gonna make sure that I go for my dreams and even still I haven't even reached my peak but but like you've um, you've begun yeah so yeah, so I just I just keep going and going and going and you know there's been obstacles, there's been what heartbreaks, breakups, yes. like, you know, <laughs> real life happening. Real life still happens. Like even when you go for your dreams, real life still happens. You still you know, it's still life still goes on. And I learned that it's okay to cry. Yeah. Cry as long as you want. Like cry for days if you have to. But don't lose faith in your dreams because it was one point where I, you know, was so upset about things and was like, okay, I don't want to go to school when I um, should probably just go back home and things like that. And I was like, okay, no, Shantia. You came all the way here, <laughs> robbed your parents. You, you know, you made it this far. Just keep going. And, yeah. you know, that little bit, you can have like a grand of soul and faith but just keep that faith and mm-hmm. you know things will work out like it's sometimes you're gonna have bad days but it's not a bad life so Absolutely. just keep going just keep I will going snap to that because that's so true <laughs> like you really only need like the faith of a monster seed for it to really yeah. like blossom and the consistency Absolutely. too like you know to just every time something maybe something negative happens or you gotta know or a disappointment yeah. like to just get up and keep going because we have to like you know Mm -hmm. life is still happening we can't like be defeated absolutely it's it's wonderful to to hear that you just gotta keep going yeah definitely um so you became interested in textiles and um created a brand house Mm -hmm. of ayana can you Mm -hmm. talk a little about the inspiration behind the brand yeah so um in school i obviously studied journalism and fashion styling but in my fashion bucket list I've always wanted to come out with a line 
um, mm -hmm. not necessarily to have for the rest of my life, but just to create a collection once in my life. I've always wanted to do that. Right. Um, so I actually did Bermuda Fashion Festival. Nice. Um, How was that? It was really nice, um, really challenging, but it was a good experience because mm -hmm. I've never, you know, I've never done anything. I've never seen a whole, like, oh, maybe like seen a few things here and there, but I've never really taken the time out to sketch something right. to then, you know, put it into real life, then put it on an actual model and then, you know, present it in front of people and price it and things like that. So then um, the opportunity came up for Bermuda Fashion Festival. It was two years ago mm -hmm. and I just was like, okay, this is my time. Just do it. And if they say no, it's okay. But just like present your stuff. So I presented, right. I sketched out a collection um, of all the different ideas I've gathered over the years mm -hmm. and um yeah I presented and then I got in and yeah and then I, I was actually in London mm -hmm. so I'd have to be Skyped in to the meetings in Bermuda and then I came back I think two months before the show said everything with my aunt and um yeah, fitted my models and presented in front of Bermuda. And um, it was it was really nice to like walk down the runway. And I did um, menswear, women's wear and children. So it was a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just so rewarding to, you know, do something different. Yes. It was definitely out of my element. Well, fashion is my element, but, you know, Zoe and I had never done yes, that before. My friends, right, and not even just one thing, like a whole collection with different body types and different mm -hmm. heights and everything. And um, it was really nice. I met a lot of amazing people who I still keep in contact with. Yeah, um, I had a nice mentor, and yeah, I learned I learned a lot of things. So um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I really. Okay. That's awesome. That you were able yeah, to do it. Yeah, getting down the runway was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. And yeah. That's amazing. Do you think you'll um, continue to enter in Bermuda Fashion no, Festival? I think so. No, okay. I think maybe in the future mm -hmm. I'll do another collection. Right. But that's about it. <laughs> okay. But at least you've achieved one of your lifelong dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely got it off your bucket list, early. Yes. That's yeah. really nice. I'm really glad to hear about that. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, because I'm sure, you know, with you being a fashion writer, that like, you keep up with, like, other magazines and things like that. So we've, yeah. like, just recently seen Tyler Mitchell be the first photographer to shoot a yes. magazine cover. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. He shot Beyonce, <laughs> so that was really cool. Yes. Um, how important is it for you as a fashion writer to see black representation in fashion? It's super important. At the beginning of this year, as everyone knows, um, the Black Lives Matter movement took storm and mm -hmm. again, um, I mean, we always matter, but you know, <laughs> took storm again. And, um, you know, it really made me reflect on black people in the fashion industry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did a post on my Instagram page about all the different black designers, mm-hmm. um, editors, stylists, photographers. I named, you know, all these different people that I thought that people should follow and things like that in the fashion industry. Yeah. Um, because being in the fashion industry, especially in the UK, you don't really see a lot of black people. I actually interned for a group called Black Girls in Fashion um, a year ago. And basically, she just made a platform where models, designers, anyone in the industry was just rewarded and praised and, Mm -hmm. you know, basically just praising Black people in the fashion industry who got overlooked most times and you know, things like that. And I remember sitting in Fashion Week, and this was my first time getting to Fashion Week. I remember this dark-skinned Black girl was walking down the runway. She looked so beautiful. And mm-hmm. these two ladies were in front of me, and they were like, you know, she's so pretty for a Black girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've never really heard that in person. But I was like, wow, this is why we're here. This is why... You know, it's crazy to me that someone had to go and make a platform actually called Black Girls in Fashion. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone should have a chance to, you know, bloom and a chance to be appreciated and things like that. So for people to, you know, make hashtag Black Girls in Fashion, hashtag Black Lives Matter, it's like, wow, like, this really has to be said, you know? like it does. It It absolutely does. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, well, it's crazy to me that this girl had to make a platform. We kind of ran around to all the Black girls. We interviewed them, asked them what they did and things like that. And that really opened my eyes to, you know, the industry. Um, you know, being in school, you don't really learn that part. But, right. you know, you but go it's outside a reality. of a yeah. yeah, you go outside of a classroom and you learn life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy to to, you know, hear her stories and then see it in person at Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. You know, it was crazy to see. So every time I see, you know, someone in fashion or the art do amazing things and be the... It's crazy that in 2020 we have a first Black person I'm to do whatever, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. So, um, you know, to see... I think the fashion industry has a long way to go. Mm-hmm. When it comes to diversity and things like that, but um, definitely going the right direction. Yeah. To do. And I yeah. think I think um, you know, with you for instance, like, and other black people who are showing up, and because the thing is, it's not that we're not there. It's just yeah. that we don't have the visibility like other Absolutely. people do. And so yeah. you know, platforms like that are needed because it gives us the highlighting that we Mm -hmm. really and that's like one of the reasons why I wanted to have this podcast too because Mm -hmm. there are so many people who are doing so many incredible things but we just don't have don't know yeah yeah like we just don't know about it so yeah um, yeah that's why I think like you know representation is important because it serves as a reminder that yeah you can too like we're we're here yeah and we're doing it absolutely Yeah, absolutely. I also wanted to ask you, what advice would you give to young people like just starting out, hoping to make it in the industry? I would definitely tell people to intern 
-hmm. and learn as much as you can because going into school and you know going into a job and doing different things you won't learn what you learn at an internship in school right I was, you know, I learned so much in high school from these different creatives, more than I learned in school. In school, right. You know, and um, even though I wasn't paid or I wasn't, you know, anything, definitely do things for the experience. Mm -hmm. It's fine to go shopping. I I always think about this, to go shopping and buy something that's super expensive rather than take that money and go to the actual place and see how they made this and that and you know just get the full experience I feel I live off of experiences and definitely just go for it like I said before we come from a itty bitty island so you have to you have to make a very bigger like mark you know yeah um Put your island on. Definitely remember where you came from. Mm-hmm. And being being from a little island makes you appreciate so much, like everything much more. Because, yeah. you know, going to London, where it's a big city, you know, in Asia, it's just, you can do whatever. But then remembering, like, I am doing this because I come from a little island mm-hmm. where, you know, fashion, growing up, I remember looking for a scholarship and there were, you know, fashion scholarships there. And I was like, okay, maybe let's do art. Probably like one or two art scholarships. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, you have to do more. You have to push harder because you come from a small country. Yes. And you just keep going for it. And just, even if you think your dreams are way bigger and they're impossible and, you know, you just don't really know where to start. Just just start anywhere. Go just for begin. It. That's it. Just begin. Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember I saved up all my babysitter money as, like, my money for London. You know, right. like, do it. It doesn't matter where you, where you start. Just start. Yeah, just start. That's it. Just start. I love that. Something else that you had mentioned, too, like, just the idea of, like, how we come from such a small place and that's why it's like so important for us to do well and like be out there. So what I think about like when we're thinking about the arts and stuff, because it's not really like a thing that's like pushed as much. I think about like when we walk through a door, like if we leave it open behind us so that other people can come in too, I think that (laughs) doing that like is really helpful because it, it shows that, okay, somebody left the trail in front of me and I could do it too. And that's why I think like being from Bermuda, like we need to see more creatives. We need to have them more visible so that we can see that this is possible and that Bermuda needs this too. Like not only, not only that we're just going after our dreams, but I think like it's so much bigger. Like Bermuda has so many talented people and I just think, yeah, I just, I love when I see Bermudian creatives just, doing that thing you know same yeah this is super inspiring so before we wrap it up Shantia this because this has been awesome I've had an incredible mm-hmm. time talking to you but I just wanted to ask you like what's next for you and what things can we look forward to seeing from you within the next like couple months or so hmm I have a lot <laughs> um, <laughs> uh 
I guess more um well first of all this pandemic isn't stopping anything <laughs> exactly so, I mean it stopped a little bit of stuff but you know I feel like this was a good time for everyone to regroup and at the beginning of this moving back to Bermuda for this short period I was like what am I doing <laughs> but it's definitely given me time to you know work on different projects, create different things, work with new people. I worked with some amazing people so far in Bermuda that I've always wanted to work with. And it's opened new doors for me that I, you know, being in London, I would have never gotten these opportunities in Bermuda. So definitely more projects for me, um, more everything. (laughs) Just follow me on Instagram and you'll see more. (laughs) Yes, fantastic. So where can people find you? And what's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is Shantia Ayana, Shantia.Ayana. And then my Twitter is Shantia Ayana. And my website will be up very soon. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much, Antia. I've really enjoyed speaking with no you today. Problem. Thank you it's so much for having, having you. Of course, <laughs> of course. Please share with friends, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us online at theartifacts.com and on Instagram at theartifacts. If you'd like to send us a message or to suggest an artist that you'd like to see on the show, please connect with us at theartifacts at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you our upcoming episodes. Peace and blessings. This recording is copyrighted by Jude Hassel, and all rights are reserved.